Hey everyone, before we start, I wanted to encourage you to become part of our community on Discord. I always like to say the water is warm, it's very inviting, and no one is going to treat you anything less than an awesome human being because that's how we run it. Our Discord community has actually grown every single day for the last 53 days, and we are so proud of that. But that's where we're going to interact with you a little bit more. And you could ask your questions. You could show your project. You can do all kinds of things. But if you've been on the fence about Discord, like I always was, give it a shot. And we'll see you there. Links in the show notes. Look, are you interested in investing or collecting NFTs, but are overwhelmed with all the information? Heather and I were true, true NFT newbies. We're going to break it down as we're learning, as we wander unafraid into the world of digital art. Listen, y'all, we're going to cure you of your FOMO, mildly educate you and give our unqualified opinions and hopefully have a lot of laughs along the way. Everybody, welcome back to NFTs for Newbies. My knowledge has not improved dramatically, but enough for us to do this episode. <laughs> so Heather and I are here and uh, we're back with you. Look, let, let me be very, very clear up front. And I, and I know Heather's going to echo this in a second. But if you want to learn about NFTs, and today we're going to cover cryptocurrency, and you're an expert, then get off and stop listening right now. If you are exploring and interested, mildly curious, then we are going to try and present the information in a very elementary way. We are not experts. We are learning, but we are sharing what we are learning because we might be just a few steps ahead of you. And that's how I look at it. What about you? A hundred percent. So I just put a post up on social about my long-term mile goal for the year. And I'm not where I want to be by any means, but I know that if I hadn't had that goal at the very beginning, I wouldn't even be running as hard or as much as I am right now. And it's the same thing with this show. And I want to encourage everybody listening, You know, us setting a goal to show up every single week and share something with you. Sometimes it, quote, feels like you're behind, but also in the same sense, if you're not naturally bent to just read about NFTs and cryptocurrency in your spare time, um, you need a little bit of, of a goal or, or whatever to just learn what you can. So you showing up every single week, even for 10 minutes and learning a little bit more, us showing up for you and dedicating ourselves to reading the articles and figuring out one small, tiny tip. Yes, absolutely. So today... I, I pray, Heather, that this is as technical as we're ever going to get, which I is doubt probably, it. <laughs> probably not happening because this, this it's a building really block. It's a building block. We've got to remember that like all these little small things. Eventually, it's like when you're in school and you're like, what the hell does that mean? And then you're three months in and you have some terminology. So this is a small building block, not to get overwhelmed, but it'll make sense in a couple of months. We That's hope. why I'm going to let you kick it off. But we are going to talk <laughs> about cryptocurrency and the reason Let me explain the reason we're going to talk about it and then we'll talk about it is because this is the the way to buy non-fungible tokens or NFTs. Go back to the trailer or go back to episode one if you want to know exactly what those are. Uh, But cryptocurrency is going to be the the manner and the mechanism in which you purchase these. And it's 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 for a very specific reason because it's traceable. But Heather, what is cryptocurrency? Um, and feel free to be technical, but let's, let's do this thing. So everything that I cite is linked in the show notes as well as rich. We are pulling this information directly from sources that we believe to be reliable. First, in order to understand cryptocurrency, we need to really understand too what a blockchain is. So according to CNN, and I'm reading this directly from this article, blockchain is fundamental to Bitcoin's appeal. What's Bitcoin? Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency. 
Blockchain is fundamental to Bitcoin's appeal as a decentralized database. It can't be controlled by any one person or group, unlike the currency such as U.S. dollar, which is managed by a central bank. And this is what I've been trying to wrap my mind around, um, Rich, is yes. this idea of a decentralized database versus a centralized. And what's interesting is we have been living our entire lives here in the States operating through a centralized currency base without, from my experience, not really understanding what that was which yes. has also put me in a position where I didn't understand that there are limitations to that. Um, and that's what's really, from what I am understanding that these people are trying to solve here is solve the issues that we have by having our money coming to and from a bank and having the government involved in all that. They're trying to eliminate that through creating what they call a blockchain and cryptocurrencies within that blockchain, which puts the, re the accountability and the responsibility among the people yes. and takes out the third middleman. And they solve certain issues, okay? And I didn't really know about these issues until I read, here, here's here's what I'm reading, y'all. Dummies.com, personal finance, what is cryptocurrency? They speak <laughs> this kind of stuff down, but they actually put out what are the issues in our current banking system? They keep, this is directly from them. Banking payment systems such as credit cards and wild transfers are outdated. In most cases, a bunch of middlemen like banks and brokers take a cut in the process, making transactions expensive and slow. They outline several other limitations from a centralized currency base, but I'll just name one more. An interesting thing is around 3 million people in the world as the writing of this article. I'm sorry, three billion, let's say that with a b -b -b, yeah. are unbanked or underbanked, meaning they don't have access to financial services. So big picture wise, when we're talking about cryptocurrency and all this, this isn't just a fun, nerdy way to exchange things and do something weird or make a weird investment. They're trying, from what I understand, to revolutionize the way that the world handles money, transactions, and so they created a blockchain. Uh, do you want to explain what blockchain is? Yeah, I'll, I'll try. Um, the blockchain, and Heather said it, I have it in huge bold letters in front of me. What I took away after all my reading was blockchain essentially eliminates the middleman. And yes. I know she said that, but it is. this is kind of a people-backed, people-initiative. Um, we all know and feel like someone else is in control of many of the things that transpire within our lives, whether it's laws or how we fly, vaxes and all that. And we're not political at all on the show or anything like that. We're talking about controlling your money. This is a form of elim eliminating the middleman. Now, the blockchain itself is a ledger. It is a distributed ledger. And this is what it used. I'm now reading. And my, my source is, uh, let's see, time.com. And uh, distributed ledger technology, or DLT, allows record keeping across multiple computers known, known as nodes. Any user of the blockchain can be a node, but it takes a lot of computer to operate, a lot of computer power to operate, etc. Anyway, here's, here's the more important part. A blockchain organizes information added to the ledger in blocks or groups of data. Each block can only hold a certain amount of information, so new blocks are continually added, forming a chain. What the hell does that mean? If in the NFT world, okay, we're talking about NFTs, in the NFT world, and I mentioned this last episode, it is a way to trace back who owned what when. Right. Okay, and there is a blockchain. There is a there's a blockchain that is, happens through nodes or that distributed ledger technology just to make sure we know how these transactions are happening. There's no one involved in these transactions. If Heather and I were to exchange or buy or sell NFTs from each other, 
it is literally all these weird codes and it's just like, cool, this is exactly what happened. Here's when it went to Heather and that's it. There's no one else involved. Now, in another episode, we'll talk about like the person who made the NFT might get royalties or something like that, but that's a completely different story. So again, it eliminates the middleman and it is a ledger. It is a form of record keeping. Now, I want to walk you guys through, unless you have anything else, Heather. I just, I think this is a weird analogy that just popped in my head. I, I'm yeah. an analogy kind of gal. And I'm going to be doing this for the rest of the show. But I kind of pictured like this little old lady at an old store. And there's like, like this weird ass store in the middle of nowhere that's kind of doing its own thing. And she has like this big ass book and she writes down every single thing that happens in that store. Who takes what? Uh, who bought what? Who traded what? And the only thing in that store that can be traded and not used is not money, but her own form of money. And so she's kind of like the blockchain and the ledger. She's the police over that. She sees every single thing that's going on. And the cryptocurrency is her own dollar bills that she only allows in that store. So if you think about going somewhere physically different and somebody writing every single thing down, that's the blockchain, except it's computer code. And it's a lot more technical than that. There's nothing physical about it. I have to make it physical because it's so confusing to me. <laughs> and then the cryptocurrency is literally their own form of money within that system. Correct. Okay. Now, I want to walk through an example. I like my little old lady. Let's call her Margaret. <laughs> You're I wish we should have. I wish we could have a graphic of this little old lady. We I'll should find make, one. We should make an NFT of a little old lady with her ledger. Hey guys, we're going to take a really quick break to let you know about a course that I went through that I really loved, and it's called NFTs Simplified. Now, this is from Sean Specey, who came out with this really short, easy to digest NFT course to help brand new newbies learn the how and why behind NFTs, how to buy NFTs, what in the world is minting phase, secondary market, a little bit about security. I originally connected with Sean because I loved his graphics and the way that he was able to draw out and literally simplify this whole NFT game. And even being in the space for quite a while and understanding some of these basic concepts when I went through the course, I just loved it and actually learned some things. It's linked up in the show notes. It's NFTs simplified and it's only 19 bucks. So click over there, grab the course. If you're like me and you need to see things visually drawn out, Sean's going to help you out. Again, that is NFTs Simplified. Here's an example of how blockchain is used to verify and record Bitcoin transactions. Here we go. Now, Bitcoin, you can replace with any cryptocurrency. There's Bitcoin, there's Ethereum, there's Cardano, I believe it's called. There's all kinds of stuff. Okay, but Bitcoin is the most well-known. A consumer buys Bitcoin. Heather buys Bitcoin. The transaction data sent across Bitcoin's decentralized network of nodes or the computers. The nodes, the computers, validate this transaction. After approval, the transaction is grouped with other transactions to form a block, which is added to an ever-growing chain of transactions. Lastly, the completed block is encrypted. The transaction record is permanent, cannot be removed or altered. That mm -hmm. is what I think everyone's the most in favor of. And for whatever reason, everyone always just wants to double check their shit. And this is the way to do it. Um, yep. There's no one else involved. There's not red tape. There's nothing. It is, I have this money or I bought this money, this digital form of currency. And if I'm going to make purchases with it, not to buy more, but maybe something like NFTs, then I know uh, I'm going to have a mechanism right. that can help me track it and know its existence and all the records of it forever. Right. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of controversy over... Um, this movement, I really want to call it. And we can get, we're probably going to get into that a little bit more in our next episode. But this 
in its imperfection, while reading this, I realized the importance of the everyday average person to have some kind of hold of what's going on in this world. Because even though I know in 10 years, this is going to look drastically different, understanding kind of the mission and the heart behind what they're trying to create here is it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Um, but I hope that this, was there anything technical left that you wanted to add? One to last this? thing I'll say sure. is uh, I, I like, I think in the last episode, we mentioned uh, how many sales uh, transactions there were volume wise in dollars uh, there were of NFTs in crypto. Uh, as of, um, I believe it was four days ago, the total market capitalization is over $1.4 trillion. Jeez. Some of the biggest investment firms uh, and banks or whoever, JP Morgan, like they now have a dedicated crypto department. They're hiring like crazy because they need to figure out this shit. Okay. I'm not going to say who I do my finances with or anything like that, but I talked to my advisor. I'm like, hey, I'm looking to invest in this or NFTs or whatever a few weeks ago. She's like, we're not even allowed to talk about it. <gasps> um, she's like, you know, but, 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 She's like, which I think is a big mistake. It's coming and having a rudimentary understanding of it is is something we should think you should take into consideration. But more importantly, so you can buy NFTs. I have one random fact and one question before we go. Uh, random fact, I do not think I'm pronouncing this correctly. Uh, is it fiat currency? Fiat. Fiat. See, there we go. Fiat. I think that's an important term for us to know. Whenever you hear fiat currency, that's now referring to the U.S. dollar. Fiat. There we go. Fiat. That means the regular U.S. dollar, government-backed currencies, etc. The question I had uh, for you, Rich, I don't know if you understand this. I've been really confused when I've been reading. Is there's this... Yeah, there's this... They they always are throwing around these terms about bulls and bears within this space. And I feel like they're referring to the leaders in the crypto space. Like they're like, you know, they've been bulled or something like that. And they always use the term bulls and bears. It's and a I made financial note of that. Term, yeah, bullish. Uh, it, it's uh, Gary Vee used it recently as well. I will not try and explain what it means, but it, it is certainly one which is very favorable, which is one that is uh, much more probably volatile and and that you should be skeptical of, like if you were looking at a certain currency or something along those lines. But um, so it's more of a behavior, not a person. So if I'm being bullish about something. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. 100%. 100%. So is bear um, a good I thing? That's it. How far are we? <laughs> we? What did we promise you guys? We said we do. Uh, we're at 13 minutes. Oh, awesome. Well. Awesome. We'll, we'll t- explore that more later. No, no, no. I got these pod decks. Like I have this pod deck, these interview deck cards that I want to, I want to like ask questions at the end of the show. One question. Okay. And I have this deck of cards. So we're going to end on this note. And that's going to be by me asking Heather. Oh boy. What was the best present you ever received? A kitchen set. My parents got me a kitchen set. We, we didn't have a ton of money growing up. Yes. And I knew that it was a big stretch for them to get me this big old kitchen set. Um, I just knew it even as a kid. Yes. But it made my day. What about you? I don't know. Um, shoot. I, I didn't have time. No, no, no. We're not doing that. Okay, fine. Your turn's <laughs> well, next. This is what we will do. We will ask you uh, if you have better explanations, if you have questions, if there's something you want us to dig into, if there's something you want us to follow up on, then hit us up. Okay. What is our email? Uh, NFTs for newbies at gmail.com. NFTs. Is it four? Four newbies. <laughs> the number four? Uh, NFTs for newbies at gmail.com. And uh, we'll be sure to number one, shout you out, try and answer your question. And if it's something we're not going to include on the podcast, we'll get back to you either way. But that's all we could ask for. And if you're an expert and you were like, holy crap, that was awful. I'd love to hear that too. No worries whatsoever. But 100%. we hope you enjoyed this episode very much. See y'all.